All right, praise the Lord tonight. Hallelujah. I want to welcome everybody to Bible study tonight. Uh, it's always a privilege in God to bring to you every other day the word of the Lord. Thank you for the church of God. The church is marching on and the gates of hell will not prevail. Um, I want to appreciate everyone tonight. Um, I want to start from our children to um, our parents and everyone. You know, I want to thank God for how He has been helping us um, in the in our in our Christian work. Um, you know, we are we are in peculiar times where people don't know they have a Christian work. And um, if in this world alone we have hope, then we have all men the most miserable. Um, one thing that I want to assure us is that as we follow God, everything that we need to succeed and work with God on this earth, the Lord will provide. It says, For physical exercise profits little, but Godliness has profit both in the now and in the hereafter. That means there is a now and there is a hereafter. Therefore, I want to encourage you tonight to be, to keep hope of God alive in you. Because we are in times where the devil is on rampage. And rightly so because of the times in which we are in. You know, Peter was writing, he said, Tomo were asking, where is the promise of the Father? He said, as where from the days of Job, of Jesus. So he said, he said, don't you know that a day with the Lord is like a thousand years? So it's not as though the Lord is, is flat. No. The Lord doesn't count days like men count days. He is coming. And um, the things we are seeing today on earth are, are bad pains. At the beginning of the labor pains, that what Jesus said. So I, I don't want us to be to be disillusioned or lose hope. I want us to be strong in God. Um, no matter what happens, let's look more on God. When we look more on God, we the devil becomes inconsequential with all his antics and all his wiles. Hallelujah tonight. I want to appreciate uh, Romano tonight for transcribing. God bless you. And um, I want to appreciate uh, Pastor Yinka. You know, one of the things he said tonight, I don't know how many of you read that. Um, four reasons why you actually need your Bible for a virtual Bible study. I read through it and it blessed me. But um, one of the reasons. That I, I I want to look at the thing is the third one. Um, or okay, the second one. I said maybe you struggle with with memorizing scriptures. Well, this is a wonderful way to familiarize yourself with Bible verses. Yeah, it's a wonderful way to familiarize yourself with the Bible verses. And I think it's good for us to to get our notes and our papers. And, and right, I want to appreciate us tonight. 
um, one of the things that believers are enjoying to do um, that is scriptural is that we pray for our leaders, especially those in government. Nigeria is in a very precarious state right now. And um, what should we do as a church? Um, the situation in the country, you see, the Bible says that when the righteous reign and rule, the people rejoice. You see, one of the signs that you see as a church that points to you that the righteous are in government is that there's rejoicing in the land. There's goodness. If there's crying and sorrow, the people there are evil. Simple. Um, and if, if, if they are evil, then we need to understand. Uh, but Paul is writing that we should pray for leaders, and it's very, very right. Um, I see that the kind of leaders each country has, as far as God is concerned, is dependent on the church. And sometimes it's also not on the church hands in that sense, it's also um, to set in motion the plan of God. See, God is sovereign. Um, why did Nebuchadnezzar uh, took the term Israel captive? Because God told them, He said, If you disobey me, I will give you the hands of the wicked. You see that? So it wasn't because God wanted, no, they caused it. And Jeremiah prophesied their return. He said it will last for 70 years. And by the 70th year, Daniel saw it. Daniel saw it by the prophecy of Jeremiah. And began to pray. And God had to raise a man by the name Cyrus. He's an unbeliever, Isaiah 45. There are things that happen in the world that we can't, we can't totally put our hands on it. But all you should know is that God has a plan, and His plan, no man can stop it. Um, so one of the things we learn to do in this time, pray for the nation. We pray for the peace, pray for the leaders. We pray that God will give us adults who are adults, not adults who are children. See, so adults are children. They, 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 have, they, have, they, have, they have children mentality. Bible says in, in tonight, let's turn this, this evening to Ecclesiastes. Let me just show you something as we make progress tonight. Welcome to Bible study. Um, some, 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 some old, I don't call it preacher. Exactly, this is after Proverbs. Um, let's read from verse 15 of Ecclesiastes chapter 10. Now, Ecclesiastes was written by the wisest man of the earth by the name King Solomon, and, and he ruled. So he saw people ruling before him, he saw his father, and he, he, had, he experienced other, other nations. But among all the kings on the earth, he was the wisest and the best in his time. That's why people from Africa, the Queen of Sheba and Ethiopia, came to visit him to see his wisdom. So when they came, they had told him how their countries were. Alright, but see what he said in verse 15. The labor of the foolish wearied every one of them because he knoweth not how to go in the city. Now, some leaders don't know how to rule. 
and their labor becomes foolishness. Alright? But it says in 16, let's say it together, it says, Woe to thee, O nation, O land, when thy king or thy president or their rulers is a what? Is a child. I mean, sometimes some countries have children. Wow. What, 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 what sadness. And the princes eat in the morning. That means princes or rulers are not meant to eat in the morning. Or rather, they are meant to, to prioritize the well-being. That's all it means. This is a metaphor. That means you don't eat. That means you are not at ease when the nation is not at ease. That's what it means. And that's the kind of leaders that God wants every nation to have. Now, let's pick on. 17. But blessed art thou, O land... When thy king is son of the nobles, and the princes eat in due season. Do you know that sometimes our leaders they go to office because of what they want to eat? Not for due season. You know, I was telling somebody that if I become a grand president, for the four years, don't pay me. I won't take one then. No allowance. If by the end of the fourth year, the country feels like you've done well, then pay me. So I will work in, in, in advance. But you know sometimes they pay them for work not done. They pay them allowances for work not done. And yet they are leaders. It just shows the kind of... So you should know how to direct your prayers. Lord, give us noble people. No people from noble families. See, we think that people who are born from rich backgrounds are... No. That's not nobility. Nobility has to do with the nature and the character of God. It says, it says, it says, for the princes eat in due season. For what? For strength and not for drunkenness. Do you see that one? So, let us talk. so, what we need to do as a church is to pray for leaders that are God given. But having said that tonight, I want us to rest our heart as a church. God is, is in control. Nothing will go wrong until the plan of the Lord is fully fulfilled in our nation. And what we are going to Nigeria is not because Nigeria is all over the world. Yeah. Nation calling the world today, everybody has its own share. We are in a particular season in world history where we need to brace up as a church. He says, when you see these things happening, he says, look up for the world, the redemption draw it now. That's our, that's our consolation, not in um, fighting. You go and fight them, don't shoot you, don't kill you, but not. But when they kill you, your, 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 your redemption as well has come. Go and meet him. So, stay safe. Um, but let's pray that God will give us leaders after his own heart. Hallelujah tonight. Um, we're going to continue from where we stopped. Just to encourage someone tonight that all hope is not lost. God is in control. Um, the devil is at work. Definitely so. But God much more is at work. Father, tonight we thank you. We pray for our nation. Lord, for the sake of the elect. Touch the heart of the leadership. Lord, I have heard the Senate President talk many times, and you can see from his utterance, hypocrisy, falsehood. 
no, no, no zeal, no, no courage to take the right decision. But Lord, no one, no one outside those in government can do that except Lord, you touch their hearts. Lord, touch their hearts, O God. From the president to the senate president to the speaker of the representatives to the chief justice to all those in security agencies. Your word says the heart of kings are in your hands. And like the cost of water, you turn them whatever so you wanted. And Lord, we know you want the peace of the land. So Lord, tonight we pray that you would touch your hearts and direct them. So they do the right things. That will be peace, tranquility, and joy in the land. Thank you God tonight for this. And we know it's done. In Jesus' name we pray. Somebody said Amen. Amen. Hallelujah tonight. Praise God. Alright. Um, this evening, I, I want us to, to continue in our study and take some, maybe take a run as the Lord will help us. But I want us to start tonight by reading 1 Corinthians chapter 10. 1 Corinthians 10. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians, the first epistle of the Apostle Paul to the church in Corinth. The 10th chapter. We're going to read from verses 1 quickly uh, to 12. I want to show you something there, then I'll, then I'll take from the first Corinthians 10, from verse 1. Uh, let me read here. It says, Moreover, brethren, I will not that ye should be ignorant how that all our fathers were under the cloud and all passed through the sea. All our fathers. Um, and was writing to, to a Gentile church. So, it means our fathers, who are the fathers? The fathers of the old covenant. Why did they call our fathers? Because they are an example unto us. Romans 15, 4. It says, for, 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 for all scriptures written, it is for our word, for our learning. Alright, so I'm going, I'm building up tonight. I'm coming to our fathers tonight, but I'm building up to that. Alright, so you see that our fathers, we're in the cloud, verse 2. And we're all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea. And did eat the spiritual, same spiritual meat, and did drink the same spiritual drink. Uh, for the drunk of the spiritual rock that followed them, that rock was who? Was Christ. But with many of them, God was not well pleased, for they were overthrown in the will done it. You see, God was not pleased with them. Now, these things were our examples to the intent that we should not lust after evil things as they also lost it. Now, the things that happened there were for what? Our example. Praise God. So you can learn from the things that happened to the, to the people in, 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 in old time. Um, 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 verse, verse, verse 7 says, Neither be idolaters as some of them were. Can you imagine the drunk of this spiritual drink? Yeah, they were idolaters. Can you imagine you being a, a, a believer who is a Christian, who is a, is a, is a, you're, you're a Christian husband? Yes. See that? You can be a believer, yes. See these folks, they drank from the rock. In fact, Jesus became their water. God fed them with manna. They saw the, every night for 40 years. You know what happened? They would see fire in the sky. So there was no darkness in the camp. Because they, they had no food oil. They had no lanterns. In fact, even they had lanterns, the breeze of the wilderness, of, of the open field, we went in. But you see, the fire was supernatural. In the afternoon, in the daytime, when there's so much heat, you know, when there's no the there's always so God conditioned the air. He came with clouds, so there was cloud there every day. And the scholars said, Yes, they were still worshipping idols. Can you imagine that? 
Wow. And Bible says, with them, God was not pleased. And these things are for us as a word and example. So tonight I'm speaking to fathers. You know, one of the days I was preaching, I was, I was so pain in my heart, and I said, if I find any father having an extra woman, I will bet beat on his feet, I will bet beat you, I will bet you. No, I, I, I'm just saying that out of, out of the heart of God. Praise God. See, the people, verse 7, the people sat down to eat and drink and, and, and rose up to play. That play then means they were committing sexual acts. You cannot be in church like this and still, and still contemplate it. No, no, you, you cannot. No man in church must have a girlfriend. Not to mention a woman friend. Hallelujah. Amen. So also no woman must have an extra man. Do you know some men have extra men in church? No, these things must not be mentioned amongst us. Praise God. Now, let me leave it tonight and, and, just, and just make progress so we can cover some grounds tonight. Um, I'm speaking to fathers. You know, yesterday I was, I mean, on Thursday I was talking about examples. You know, people, people copy bad examples and there are several examples in the Bible that are bad. Husbands, I mentioned Adam, Nabal, Solomon, and Ananias. These are bad husbands. Adam exposed his wife. Husbands do expose your wives. Will be husbands. Your wife is your, apart from God, the next thing is your wife. Let no fly touch her. Your wife must not be at home for some time and you can't call and say, where are you? Something must be worrying, something must be in you. You will always want to be around her because you are a protector. The reason God gave you that small muscle, if, if you have any at all, is to protect her. And if you don't have muscle, please start Jimmy. Praise God. I, I'm not doing anybody who. Pastor Richard, by your flat chest, it should not be flat too. You must, yeah. The, the, your strength, your intellect is for her. It's meant to protect and defend her. Let no fly touch her. Amen. Nabal was a foolish husband. He couldn't recognize what God is doing. He saw a priest of God needing help. He said, We said, What am I doing with you? And this same priest was the one that kept his sheep from, from, from strange men. Now, sometimes you must learn to take care of your, of your men of God. Someone is laughing. Ajay, why are you laughing? Do you have chest? Richard, you are laughing because, all right, start Jimmy. Uh, if you know that, uh, Ajay, you know right now, you are, you are, know you are married. If you know you need chest, to, please start Jimmy. Praise God. So like a match, don't worry. You don't know Jim. You have it already. Praise God. Uh, uh, anyway, you know, never, why was he foolish? Because he didn't recognize to give honor to the priest of God. Good husbands take care of the priest of God. Amen. He has to give us bread because we are we are we are we are doing the works of God. He says, "Good bread." And then he said, "By this time tomorrow, his head is off." In fact, and we don't even go there. Is that part of that woman that David saw that made? Never died a few months after. David didn't kill him. In fact, he's, he's asking him. Sometimes it's the foolishness that kills people. 
When you see a man of God doing God's work and as a man of God, you must know he's a man of God. That's what Abigail saw in David. That this one is God's anointed and is, and is going about the causes of God. Defending the name of, of, of God. And, and they just said, no, we must give him what we can give him. We can go, but he is really the less opportunity. But Nabal said, no. That's a bad husband. We have bad wives. Jezebel is the bad wife. Don't let's emulate wrong people. We have bad prophets. Balaam. We have bad kings. Ahab. Jeroboam. Now this is I mentioned yesterday just to build up. Now, 1 Thessalonians 5.21 says, let's open there. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 21. It says, prove all things, hold fast to that which is good. You must prove. And guess what? It takes time to prove. Like I said last time, let no pastor be your, be your spiritual mentor in that sense. Let Jesus be your mentor. Now, am I saying don't have mentors? I'm, I'm, I'm not saying so. But let God tell you who your mentor is. Yes, I'm your pastor. I'm leading you as God is leading me. Do my best. God expects me to live above God. Yes. But God also expects you also to live by the principle of His word. Because there are bad priests today in the world. First Samuel 2 12 talks about hoping and opinions. They were so evil. But this was the priest of God. Today in the world, today we have so many priests who are evil priests. But I want you to watch out and emulate the right people as godly husbands. But today, as we make progress, I want us to open our Bibles to First Peter 3. Let me take, I'll, I'll be taking some scriptures to talk about what God expects of our, of our, of our fathers, like I did for our, our mothers. First Peter 3. Maybe I'll, 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 I'll take on that scripture tonight and then we'll continue from there, maybe in the next class, and if I can take the next one, I will. First Peter 3. Um, if you read from verse 1, it talks about women um, essentially. Um, it's just one verse in this scripture that talks about the husband. But if anybody is qualified, actually, <laughs> Apostle Peter was married. He had a wife. And I believe he had a wife and he succeeded in ministry. There's no account of the Bible where he fought his wife or where he had a quarrel between him, where James had a certain quarrel. He said, Peter, please stop beating your wife. Please, you, 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 you know you're a man of God. Um, don't, don't install the, 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 or don't disgrace the, the, the name of God. Uh, Peter, you, you know you're the head. No. There was no account of that in the Bible. So it's the, it's the place to, to, to tell us men. He's not just a man, he's also a minister of the gospel. Paul did not marry, but Paul has so many words for the married. But one thing we see with Paul is that Paul will always encourage to stay unmarried. But he, he feels that not everyone has the kind of gift that he has. 
But say, if you have to marry, then there are things you need to know and know to do. Because marriage is God's own idea. Praise God forevermore. You see, just as, this, as, as I'm preaching these things, I'm just with my wife, if not because we are here now, maybe I'll have done something, I don't know. Praise God. After, after someone, but today, I'm hooked. I'm, I'm a fix. Praise God. You see, the Bible says that there will be a cleaving. You see, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a mystery that we must, we must come to terms with. Now, I'm not talking to unbelievers. I'm not speaking to the, the world. I'm talking to the church. What boy is faith of us? As husbands. Listen together this tight. First chapter 3, verse 7. Said, Likewise, ye husbands. Now, notice in, in verse 6, he was talking about Sarah calling our man Lord. You know, some women say, How can Lord? How can I call a man Lord? Lord, would have been Lord. You know, all those sort of things. It is not a suggestion, it is not your opinion. You see, James says that he that will see life and enjoy good days, let him keep his tongue from seeking God. That means if you want your home to succeed, there are things you must do. If his head swelling will make the home be at peace, that is well. Hallelujah tonight. He says, he says, he says, he says, this is how I want, this is how God wants the church to relate as husband and wife. The wife will call their husbands Lord. Now the Lord is in small letters. But if you notice, the duty for the man is, is more than man calling him Lord. In fact, I prefer me calling him Lord. You want me to call him Lord, man? I'll call him Lord. Then you, then you do my own. Then, then you must die for me. He said, Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and, and died. He didn't say, Husbands, he died husband. He said, The message is the word. Amen tonight. Likewise, ye husbands dwell with them according to knowledge. So the knowledge. I guess Peter dead with her with, with so much knowledge. You know, this evening, okay, let me go there. I was talking to my wife, she was going to something. And then I told her, ah, madam. And then she was saying some things to me. Well, I said, well, I won't say it because I shall deal with knowledge. I shall wait. I shall follow. But he says, dwell with them according to knowledge. Now, the word knowledge in that place actually means like scientific knowledge. You understand the makeup of women. You understand how they think. God didn't wire them like us. You are thinking one. They are thinking what? What they are talking about? 
Sorry, sorry, Am I He says, deal with them with knowledge. Sas, you see, we need to understand these things. It's not everything they do that we react to. If I sometimes come to work with you, you don't have Maybe after one or two months, you now make sure you go, say, oh, so you saw it. <laughs> but if you are still at that point in time, or are done. I'm sure Peter's wife, was lonely. Was consistently. And at no time did we read in the Bible that his wife was among the people with Jesus and after after Christ. No, no, no. His wife was on the the mention every other woman. But they didn't mention Peter's wife. But Peter was loyal to his wife. They all have issues. I marry her not home. You're only one person. I know they will talk. So they will have a long time of discussions. Showing her in the Bible. Hallelujah. Sometimes when your wife is not happy, it's a role to show her why she's happy from the Bible. It is not what we discussed in the last, last time's meeting. That we used to say. No. It will work. It says, dwell with them according to knowledge. We must understand how they think. Telling my wife, I was passing one day. He said, he said You should have touched me as you're passing. I said, ah, we just, we just stop now. I will touch you. It's okay. I should have touched you. It's okay. So they know they didn't touch. So, me, if you're talking too much, I don't mind touching me. But they need to be touched. Ajay, I'm not talking to you. So, you don't get people at times. I'm talking to you up and down. No, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to Pastor Richard. And those of Biola, Matthew is not you. Mr. Frank is you. Touch them. Uh, touch you makes them more alive. The, the blood flows more. They are more happier when they are touched. I won't touch you. Blow them breeze. Just deal with them. In fact, sometimes ask them, what do you want? He said, I want this, uh, sorry, uh, I know you want it, but right now I can't give you number already. But when it comes, I will give you. It's okay. At least you are thinking about them. You don't just bore, you don't commend those best and both that you want to ask anything. You know that you just come out, just doing things. And when she's, when she's coming to you, and you, and you know how they come to ask this. So when they are doing those gestures, you start, you start, Take pray, manga, basket, have the to pray. Hey, this is why. Amen. We they need to be total, they need to be covered, they need to be to be pacified, and and, and then and then make them see that the future will be good. Though I don't have best to be S class, but at least they, they, they let we have an A class. Let's be our A class. Don't worry. S class will come with time. Praise God. Deal with them with knowledge, not with agility. My father, if you don't have money at home, we know he, 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 his head will be on the agility. 
If I if you get home, you walk, you walk, you walk at night. But when there's something, when it, you will stay everywhere, if you love me, nobody will know. We will pardon you. So, my mom has known, and, and but it is very good to see her favorite woman. She, she has yaki him. Never say yaki. Yaki means it has become maliki. Now, maliki, no maliki. Okay, I don't know. Excuse, sorry. <laughs> you know, it has some, some, some. See, a Christian woman should not say, hmm, ati ha, ati ha. You know what they said? What did follow? No, never let your wife say, I have agreed that Mbafalo. What's going to be in English? I don't know what it means in English. Mbafalo. When a woman says that, it means you have failed. And God is not pleased with you. Never let your wife say, Well, it's my cross. You are not the cross. Don't let, don't become the cross of your wife. You know what you want to say, it's my cross. I'm telling you, that means I'm. Um, it's a good movie. You know, it's in those times, people just say, and they want me. <laughs> I really, nobody wants them. <laughs> and, I said, and they told me that when I saw it, when I saw it, there, somebody told me that I don't mind it. He said, like, because, he said, well, something was trying to forget those things. Amen. Nobody wants anybody to say, and they want me. <laughs> Do you know some people who are very rich? You got money. Very rich, some 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 wife has something, and the kids say, and the parents want not to marry him. It's not about who are you, but sometimes you get a place. It's not about money. It's about your heart, your commitment. Be with them. They, 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 they need to be to be to be to be, you know, make them feel protected, and then their best will come out onto you. It says, giving honor. The word honor in that place is, is, <laughs> is the word he made in Hebrew. And it means to highly esteem. That means we need to highly esteem our wife. Let no, you know, in my own house, I have my brothers in the house. There are most times that, times that your siblings disrespect your wife. Your family, yeah, we have to see some families. And, and, and the baby. Sir, he says, give with them according to honor. He says, he says, honor your wives. The person you have to honor on earth apart from God is your wife. And really, some men honor their because they don't even have to honor God. You know, some people, it's hard for them to kneel down when they worship God. Is that a man that won't put up his wife? You know? No! You are meant to. Now, I'm not saying become psychedelic and start being, being mechanical. No, but just to the plan of God, and you must learn to start doing yourself. Honor them. Value them. If you value your wife, that means you will, you will sometimes my wife goes to the kitchen and she's sweating. I want to stay by her to, to, to also sweat. Yesterday night she was busy, late in the night. She said, go and sleep. I said, I want to sleep. And then you are here, frying something. And when you eat, no, let's stay eat together. It's because of value. You must, you, must, you must be willing to stay with her. She's washing clothes. If you're not too busy, join her in washing it. No. Because these things make them Make them to, to love you. Because love actually comes when, when you touch someone's heart. 
You don't command and demand love. No. Love, love is given. Ah, pastor, my wife doesn't love me. No. You don't end it. Yeah, God commands them to love, but see, God also puts something in you also that will make them need to do what? Love you. So love you, want to play through in them loving you. You must show that you value and esteem them. Amen tonight. So giving honor unto your wives, unto the wife, as unto the weaker vessel. Now, that weaker vessel is that, yeah, they are weak, they are not as strong as they are. That's why God gives you, gives the, 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 the man more muscle. And I'm going to my wife, I want to blow a water and I want to blow a water and I want to blow a water and I want to shut up. Something I don't have power. Don't try me. Small, small is not. Small is mighty. Amen. When things are, when a person has that little things, don't give it to her. Be, be, be her partner. Be her support. Amen. Yeah, she should help people. After you also, you are also her support. What brings the help in her to the fore is the support, the amount of support you also give to her. Because ultimately, this is how the church of God will flourish. The church can progress when there is no peace at home. Now, imagine the church where my friend's wife was not in the church. He's come to the church with that, not physical, in spirit. A fellowship, carrying church, a pastor. What, what, what? And there was a big Why? Because the whole tribe was dysfunctional. They are being asked who are taking the, the sex thing now. Now, the sex thing goes, things are lost, so everybody is doing the sex. Then they say, I'm going to ask you, I'm going Everybody knows that we are also being ourselves. So, ultimately, it affects God's plan for the earth. Now, the reason the problem of God is not in the because the devil has. Infiltrating the homes, the homes are no more coherent. There's no peace, there's no joy, there's no love. And once there's no love, there's hatred. And once there's hatred, everybody starts eating themselves up. People know they're together. That was me, your mom. And it starts from the home. So God wants our home to be strong. And how will be strong? When the husband and the wife understand the purpose of God for the home. God is the one that made the home for a purpose. Do you know that everything God does, they will, they will try to destroy it? God made them and put him in music. In his year, 28. But then what he said, in the day you were made, he says, their heart was fixed in you. You know that heart? The wife was fixed. The wife is part of them. It's for music. But today, what the world? You find people singing lewd. I've heard of some, 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 some men of God. After Samuel, they read in every base. I've heard it. You know, in the last hour preaching, they watch every base. You know, you know, I have seen those things. This is what I want. This all those sound, sound city. I don't know what it's called. How many sound cities? Yeah! How can a minister be, be resting with, with sound city and, and empty base? Husbands, you are the priest. 
when you, when you live like this, you are defending the causes of God. You know, the reason that, that these things are because men of men in the church don't know that, that, that what is behind this is going to fail. There is something in the hands of God, praise God. Oh, something. God did not bring you together to marry. No, there was something in his heart. Why is it no? If they come together, they are now. Joseph never knew what happened between him and Mary. Do you know, before the angel came, they were already engaged. Thank God God chose Joseph, even though we, 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 we didn't hear about him, but when we go to heaven, we're going to see him. For such a man, God will preserve him. Uh, even for him, God will give him. And notice that, even though he's, he's still not very spiritual, God never told Mary any vision about how to take that child. He only told Joseph. The only time God told Mary was, was when she was conceived. Most of the time, he stopped. Every other time God spoke, spoke to who? Mm-hmm. To the man. Mm-hmm. So those who are who are saying Mary, if they know what Joseph did, Mary will become the of Joseph. Said Joseph, Joseph, don't be because because he said no. I'm 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 loyal. I know what God's word says. No man should be pregnant before marriage. This thing you are saying that when God came to break you, it's not in my heart. But, but, but because of my, of my piety, I will not only disgrace you, but I will, I will just call this off. And I pray that God will keep you and break you. But, but from, the, from God's standard, which he read from the Torah and the Tanakh, he knew that what happened was, was not was not, was not a tandem with the will of God. But God came to me. God knew he had a heart after him. God at he's not among the priests. For him to obey God. In the Jewish mission, says Joseph, you just take me in my mind. At that time, God wants to marry. God says, already in my heart, you already married. Say, but what is coming of me? And I will show you swan, 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 swan. When I was killed, children, God did not come to me. He told him, Joseph, Joseph, take this child. God appeared to him three, at least three, three times. Today, if, if God appears to you, will you go no? If God speaks to us, we will even know. So, what makes him a husband really is, is a bit of God to speak to you. No matter what happens to you and wife, if, if God can speak to you, then you resolve. Because we will come to you in the night and tell you how to fix it. Why would he eat it? God is out there and he said, He said, Joseph, the man who is now dead now. Tell the child back. You see, God spoke to Joseph. So God will to speak to you about your home. But as a church is your wife, you must honor her. Your wife is not a thing of the trap, a thing of that you should pick, pick your tooth. No, 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 no. Of of for of your siblings, of of your families to to go and tell that no, she's not no. She she she's a, apart from God, she's the most precious aspect to have on earth. Hallelujah. This is God's plan for the home. This one is the home to be at peace and God man in us. Hear what it says. It says, and as being heads together, for the heads together. Wow. God says, He says, you and your wife, you are heads together on this earth. Hallelujah. Notice if you say your wife. Your wife. 
my hands together of the grace of life. Thank you, Lord. And I said, why we why should you do this? That your prayers be not hindered. It's one of the things that hinders the prayer of men. Actually, the Bible is how we treat their lives. I know that. Some men have problems in their life because they treat their wives wrongly. No matter who prays for you, it won't work. So they say a witch is doing you. There may be a witch in your wife, but it's not a witch. God says, one of the things that can hinder the prayer of a man. Now, what is this? Is a woman? Is a man? You know why? God doesn't expect a woman to be the priest of the home. God expects you, the man, to be the one in charge. So, so our, our, our wives, sometimes when you just feel like, I'm when that thing is coming, over God's policy, just keep quiet. You know what I'm There are women that take pleasure in fighting their husbands. Any woman that has that mindset actually is being influenced by the devil. Because what that happens, there's a, there's a, there's a disconnect in the spirit in that woman. But let me say this. Someone will say, well, I don't have to hold it now. What is that for you? I don't have No, you don't have to When the man has done all he knows to do by the word, and the one is refusing, his prayer will not be in that. I said again. When the man does all he should do, according to the word, and the woman is still misbehaving because it does happen. The man's prayer will be answered expressly, not expressly. But no woman wants to come here, but where she gets herself in a position where she becomes easily provoked against her husband. I'm going to counsel women in church. Mind your language to your husband. See, never tell your husband, why can't you provide for this family? I'll go on that sometimes. Things never to say to your wife or children to say to your husband. But God wants us as husbands to love our wives. Highly esteem them. Deal with them with knowledge. And where you get that knowledge from to deal with the women is not from your friends, it's from the world. You see, I find most men, they take cues on how to deal with their wives from, from friends. They'll ask you, how are you doing with your wife? Someone asks their friends, how are you doing with your husband? 
So they, they, they started exchanging exchanging ideas. No, none of us should take ideas from the world. For the world did not institute marriage, rather it was God. So the best place to take ideas from is from Him. Tonight, as I begin to close, Jesus said in Mark 10, we're asking him, is it lawful for a man? And then, do you know that that question actually was in the law? Moses gave them, but it wasn't from God. You see that? A time will come when sometimes men become lost to themselves because they want to insist on doing what they want to do. They think what they do as right. So they don't recognize God as the, as the lawgiver, as, as the one that defines what is right from wrong. And actually, that, that, I guess what they were actually to trap you. That is it lawful because they know that most of them, that once your wife says that, just, just give her a, 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 a note. What is right? And do you know that once you marry your wife, you start seeing more final women outside? Brooks, I'm telling you, bro. You find yourself. Just love you. The woman you marry to your husband, you start seeing some men that are, that are more injured. Yesterday, I told my wife, she was sharing with me. She said, one pastor was sitting in church. And he says, is it true or story? Okay, maybe so you're saying which one, okay? You, you know the one said, alright. So the man was preaching church and the one was crying and crying and crying under the anointing. And the one was crying, they said, ah, the pastor said, ah, why are you crying? He said, ah, Esther was wishing that he was her husband. And she married. Because she was crying and crying under the anointing. Well, me and Mary, if you want, if you, if you can't marry me. Richard is married, what is his marriage? Because in this year's place, you get your own husband. But the moment you get married, you say, as, as your time they not, you are still, you know, wondering, where, where have you been? No, it's, it's over. Sirs, your wife is it. They were asking him, is it lawful for a man? Imagine that they are going today. This will be, will be so much, so chaotic. Ah, ah. The men of what they will marry everybody in church. It's just, it's just one note. Some of them can't believe. Well, today I want to know what you believe in one word. Next week I'm very mad. Because you can easily do it just like they know. But he says, no, Moses allowed that because of the hardness of your heart. Husbands, never let your heart be so hard. But from the beginning, it was not so. Wow. Tonight I pray that God will give us a home and help us understand His plan and His mind for marriage. Tonight I'm teaching and sharing these things so that we all will know, both as married and, 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 and would be husbands. This is the plan of God for marriage. Is for himself that he might take the glory, that he, that he might raise godly offspring. 
that he might get your quiver full of arrows. But today, you know, any home that is dysfunctional, the quiver and not arrows. Because they cannot do anything for the Lord. God wants us to have quivers full of arrows that we use full for Him. He wants us to train our children in the way they should go. And we can't train them to understand the purpose of God for marriage. It's for Him. It's a mirror to the world, the, the, the love God has for the entire world, and He has chosen to do that through marriage. That's why Paul was writing in chapter 5. He said, I speak as about Christ and the church, but he was using the husband and the wife as an analogy. Question tonight Dwell with your wives according to knowledge. Wives are more sensitive. Wives should be spoken to. Our women should be encouraged. Be a supporter of your wife. Be her number one fan. Be her encourager. Value and esteem her. This is not what I say you should do. It's what God expects of you to do. And when you do this, He will cause His blessings to come on you. You see, tonight, I want to encourage every man in church. To have a Bible study or a Bible reading plan. You see, God gave a pattern in Abraham. You know, I found a point from my wife when we discussed. Yeah, she gives me an idea of what to do. But when I say this, how we're going, she goes. And most of the times, it turns out well. God will only speak to you, sir. But how can you hear him when you don't know his voice? And the way to know the voice of God is to know the voice, the word of God. For the word of God is the voice of God. I pray tonight that God will make us people of his word. And will make our homes shining light. You make our boats a place of joy. You help us understand our roles and our places in the union of marriage. Lord, I pray for all our men tonight and the husbands in the house. I pray for strength. Strength to come down from, from pride. Now sometimes what hinders us from obeying your word is pride. How can I lose my wife? She will insult me. No, your wife can't insult you. Your wife is yourself. It's because you see her as, 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 as someone outside you that makes you feel that. No one's ashamed of himself. Your wife is part of you. Therefore, don't let pride stop you from being a doer of the word. Begin to appreciate her from today. Begin to talk, say good things to her. Begin to love her. 
Begin to follow her. Begin to check after her. Begin to protect her. That's what's work to you. But I thank you tonight. And everyone that's had his words today will reflect and do according to your word. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. Next week, Tuesday, by the grace of God, we'll continue with the next scripture. But before Tuesday, I want to put to practice a few things we've learned today. I want you to, to, to experiment and see the result. You, you, see, you see how she responds to you. You see how peace there will be in your home. You will see what will happen. Just experiment it and see. Hallelujah. God wants our home to be peaceful and joyful. And He has given us the blueprint, the compass, and the words for that. Next week, Tuesday, by the grace of God, we'll continue with the next scripture until we finish it. But I know after this teaching, there will be change in our lives as men. To be changed in our lives as women. In Jesus' name. Amen. Tomorrow's we're meeting in church, 9 a.m. Prepare for the service. And then prepare for the school of discipleship after the meeting. It's always time of great um, great great time with the word. Um, let me start saying this um, right now. By the end of this month, it's February, Sunday, 28th of, of, of February, is our next outreach. We have the word of the Lord. To continue to do this, and I'm going to be encouraging us as we make progress to start planning, to start praying, to start preparing our hearts. Amen. Towards these meetings. I don't want you to just be part of a church and just make the number. No, I want to get involved in the things of God. That's how you grow, that's how you mature. You mature when you when you when you when you participate, when you when you when you when you serve. Whatever you don't do, you don't master. So learn to be a, to be to be to be a fruitful vine in the house of God. We're all branches in the house of God, but it says every branch in me that bears no fruit, I cut. But the ones that bear fruit, I prune and they bear more fruit. So I want to be a fruit bearing believer, and that will put on you a responsibility to first and foremost share the gospel with your life how you live. And then go out as a person and invite people to partake in the blessings and the grace of God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So let's prepare for this meeting. Sunday 28th of February is our next outreach. Um, I want us to plan towards this and God will give us strength and grace in Jesus' name. I want to thank everybody tonight for joining in. And I believe you've learned one thing today or the other. And I believe that the things you've learned, I trust the Lord to give you grace to put them to practice. And we enjoy the grace of God. God bless you tonight. Thank you for listening. See you tomorrow morning in church by 9 a.m. And then um, and, um, come prepared, come prepared up and come with someone. Uh, the Lord bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. Good night, everybody, and God bless you. Amen.